I believe it's last Sunday we looked at chapter 2, verse 1 through 7, and uh, really didn't think much more about it. And uh, yesterday, I got the reading in verse number 8, and it uh, just seemed like the Lord began to speak to my heart, so I won't try to deal. Uh, I'd like to deal with the rest of the chapter. I don't know if we'll get that far or not, but we'll just chip away at it and see how far we get, and then we'll go from there. All right? Song of Solomon, chapter number 2. Begin reading in verse number 8. When you find your places, if you get in evil, stand with me this morning in honor and reverence to the reading of the word of the Lord. Song of Solomon, chapter number 2. We'll begin reading in verse number 8. The Bible said, The voice of my beloved, behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. My beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind our wall. He looketh forth at the window, showing himself through the lattice. My beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing of birds has come, and the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. The fig tree putteth forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. O oh, my dove, that, that art in the cliffs of the rock, in the secret places of the stairs, let me see thy countenance, let me hear thy voice, for sweet is thy voice. Thy countenance is come there. Take us, the, take us the foxes, the little foxes, that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Like time as far as we'll read this morning, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, I sure do love you, Lord. I'm thankful for the privilege, the honor to be back in your house. Lord, thank you for what we felt in our hearts already this morning that we could leave right now. Say that it's been good to be in your house. But Lord, we realize that we've come to, Lord, another time. Lord, I realize this morning I have no preaching made. God, I pray just for a little while. Would you give me unction, give me utterance? Uh, Lord, that only comes from you. Lord, I pray you meet every need represented. Lord, I pray most of all they'd be one of the midst this morning. Lost on there with that chip. Lord, I pray you convict that heart and save them for it's everlasting too late. We'll be careful this morning. Uh, Give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory, for we ask it in Jesus' wonderful name, and for his sake, amen, and amen, you be seated, and thank you for standing with me. Now, I, I told you last week, the Song of Solomon, one of the most controversial uh, books of your Bible. In fact, I remember the Noah's talking a little bit while ago about commentaries, and uh, I told him I probably read eight or nine commentaries on this text this week, and I'd be honest with every one of them said just a little something different. Nobody, it seems, agrees on anything. But, uh, in fact, I'm not even so much this morning, John, tell you uh, what I think it is. I did that last week, but uh, there's some that said that uh, here in our text, verse 8 through the remainder of the chapter, that uh, the Shulamite is imprisoned in Solomon's palace and uh, the shepherd somehow comes to her. That very well may be true, Ronald. I don't know. I do know that uh, in verse number 8, the shepherd's coming. I do know that, but I, I don't know whether she's in his, in his palace or what the case may be. Others said that they think, Chris, that uh, here in verse number 8, the Shulamite is thinking back. It's later on, but uh, at least she's remembering that the first time that the shepherd come to her. If you would, she's remembering Nancy the beginning of their courtship. She's remembering uh, those of us uh, uh, some, I said courtship, some of you younger people look at me like I was crazy. So let me put it some terms you understand. Uh, she's remembering Malia when he asked her out. She's remembering when he come to her for the first time. When he asked her 
to be his. I don't know which one's true, uh, uh, but either way, the typology is the same. Uh, it's here in a text, it's a picture and a type of the wooing of Christ. It's Christ, uh, Lydia, coming to a sinner and wooing them, uh, convicting them and drawing them. Uh, if you would, that's the typology here in the text. If the Lord had me a little while this morning, uh, I'd preach on this song. Uh, the shepherd uh, is coming. Yeah. Uh, boy, that excites me. I'm not talking about uh, the second coming, though we could. Uh, uh, that'd be wonderful to look at. Uh, uh, but I got to thinking when I, when, I, when I pinned that title down, John, I thought when I say that, everybody's going to think I'm talking about him coming again. Uh, and he is coming again, by the way. Uh, uh, but then I just want to be Possibly they summon another coming uh, uh, that excites me. I never tired of seeing a sinner sent the shepherd of uh, uh, the Holy Ghost come again to woo their heart. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, I'm thankful yeah. that he came to me one day uh, yeah. uh, in my lost condition. Uh, uh, it'd be my prayer this morning if you're here today, lost. Uh, I'm done without the Lord. It'd be my yeah. prayer that he'd come back and woo your heart this morning. I, I really yeah. think that, uh, uh, that thought the shepherd uh, is coming just for a few moments. Uh, uh, with me if you would first of all at the coming of the shepherd what's what your Bible said in verse 8 uh, uh, the Bible said the voice uh, of my beloved oh that excites me uh, uh, the pictures of the typology uh, uh, she, well, this, uh, I, well I, I told you I wasn't going to but I am I really believe she's thinking back John uh, I think what's probably happened to Michelle is at this point she's in, she's being held in Solomon's palace uh, and she's thinking back uh, uh, to when the shepherd first came to her. Uh, uh, she's remembering her uh, uh, when he first came and uh, uh, courted her and wooed her. Uh, yeah. And while she's sitting there, uh, her situation may not seem all that grand. Uh, uh, but she said, the voice uh, of my beloved. Uh, can I say the first thing made an impact on her? Uh, uh, the first thing she noticed uh, was his voice. Yeah. They're right. Uh, yeah. Noah said something this morning in Sunday school. I uh, talked about the Lord in Revelation chapter 1. Uh, that his voice uh, is as many waters. Can I just stop by and say, uh, he's got a voice unlike any other. Uh, I remember when I was a little boy, I, I'd ask my mama, uh, I, I knew that if I didn't get saved, I'd go to hell. I knew that. Uh, I remember I'd ask my mama, how do you know uh, when it's time to get saved? It'd make me so mad. Here's what she'd say. Uh, she'd say, you'll just know. Uh, I'd say, well, how do you know? No, you'll just know. Uh, and I could not wrap my mind around that. Uh, I could not understand how you'd know. Uh, oh, but Nancy, that night he spoke to me for the first time. Uh, there was no doubt who it was. Uh, he's got a voice unlike any other. Uh, uh, the Bible said, uh, uh, remember over there, uh, uh, my mind's getting all tangled up. Remember over there when the lights went up on the mountain. He wasn't in the earth or the whirlwind. Uh, and he wasn't in the earthquake. And he wasn't in the fire. Uh, but he was in the still small voice. Uh, his voice is unlike any other. As she's remembering that, uh, the first thing she said, Michelle, is, uh, I remember his voice. Uh, I remember the voice of my beloved. Uh, in fact, notice her excitement at his voice. Uh, the Bible said, verse number eight, the voice of my beloved. Uh, exclamation mark. Uh, it shows her excitement. Uh, she's excited about his voice. Uh, notice the uh, first thing she tells of her encounter is his voice. Notice his voice with me. It was his voice that first pierced her heart, uh, uh, causing her to love him. Uh, it, 
Isn't that right? Uh, it wasn't his wealth. It wasn't all those things. But the first thing that uh, drew her attention to him was his voice. Uh, well, that makes sense. Romans 10, 17 says this. Uh, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Uh, I say it was the word of God. Uh, the voice of the Savior uh, that first pierced our heart, uh, causing us to love him. Isn't that right? Yeah. I said, I guess what a blessed day for the child of God to remember and recollect when the Word of God and the Holy Ghost first began speaking to their heart. So we see in His coming, we see His voice. But then notice His vigor. Bible said in verse 8, The voice of my beloved, now watch this. Behold, He cometh leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. It wasn't just his voice that amazed her. Huh? But I'm going to say this. It was his capability. Yeah. Right? She said he's coming leaping upon the mountains uh, and skipping upon the hills. Uh, then you say, preacher, what's that implied? I got to think about that. I, 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 me and my daddy went deer hunting yesterday. And, uh, we really didn't have anything planned. We just teed us home and said, you won't go. Uh, let's see if we see anything. And, uh, no, I, I, mean, I, I, I hate to admit this. Uh, but he put me... Uh, right to the back corner of my property where I was going to see it at. And John, I probably had to walk down about a 50-foot hill. Uh, and I sat down beside a little old bitty creek. And uh, I was thinking about that while I was talking about hunting. And I, I sat there and it got dark. And uh, I, all I had with me was my rifle uh, and a long chair. That's all I had with me. I mean, I didn't even sit in the state. Uh, and I got done hunting and I walked up that little 50-foot hill. Uh, and I got to the top and I said... <laughs> I mean, I'm out of shape. Uh, and, I, I, and Daddy, I asked, we got, I got in the truck. Daddy said, uh, Is that hard? Daddy, used to be. And I said, You better believe that. And he said, Well, I'm out of shape. Uh, I tell you, it's out of shape. Uh, just that little hill, I can lock this out. Uh, he said, Preacher, what are you saying? Uh, where most men would have been out of breath, uh, he come leaping upon the hills. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where most men might have wearied, uh, he was skipping upon the mountains. Uh, oh, my, she was impressed with his capability. Uh, you say, Preacher, what's that have to do with anything? Uh, uh, but let's look at it together. Uh, uh, let me say this. Uh, what a picture of Christ and all that he had to overcome. Uh, in order to redeem sinners. What she was saying was there is no obstacle that can stand in his way. He's coming to her leaping upon the mountains and skipping upon the hills. There's nothing going to stand in his way of him getting to her. What a picture of Christ. Luke 3 verse 4 through 6. Let me read it to you. The Bible said this as it is written in the book of Isaiah the prophet said the voice of one crying in the wilderness prepare you the way of the Lord Make his path straight. Listen to this. Every valley shall be filled. Every mountain and hill shall be brought low. And the crooked shall be made straight. And the rough ways shall be made smooth. And all flesh shall see the salvation of God. You say, preacher, what are you talking about? You know what the Lord said through John? That when the Lord comes, Ronald, that every valley be raised up. Every hill and mountain be brought low. Every obstacle would be done away with. He was coming to redeem sinners. The Bible said, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Boy, I like that. And the Son of Man is present tense. Come to seek and to save. Yeah. Present tense. That which was past tense. Boy, don't go and get that. Oh, yeah. That's what he's saying earlier. That's what he come for. And that's what he will do. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well go ahead and write it 
that day to the bank. He counted the same sinners and no obstacle would stand in his way. Can I just stop and say what a glad day in my life. Not only was it his voice that impressed me, but it was his vigor. What a good day in my life when I realized, Ronald, he was the only one that could save my soul. There was no hope in myself. There was no hope in the religion. There was no hope in works. He was my only hope in their only he and he alone can redeem them from their sins. So we see the coming of the shepherd in verse 8. Then goes from, if you would, uh, the concern of the shepherd. Verse number 9, he comes to her. Watch what your Bible said. My beloved is like a roe or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind her wall. He looketh forth at the window, showing himself through the lattice. And she hears his voice. She sees his vigor. Verse number 8, that's his coming. But then when he comes, we see his concern. Verse 9, he's there with her. He's come to where she was. Notice this now. Verse number 9, notice the location. I said, my beloved is like a row or a young heart. Behold, he standeth behind our wall. That's interesting. Here he comes, kidding. He's leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. Nothing is going to stand in his way. But when he comes to her, you'd think that he'd just kick the door down and come in. <laughs> there happened. He's got so much vigor, so much capability. Oh, but can I say this here in our text? The relationship between the shoe line and the shepherd, or is the relationship of love, not with us. Yeah, right. Is that right? It's a relationship of love. And not lust. Now, don't I'm not going I'm not gonna get out of line. I'm gonna say this in a way that the adults can understand, those that don't need to understand won't. Alright. Let me say this. Lust forces itself. Yeah. yeah. They're high. Yeah. Lust forces itself. But he's not in lust with her. He's in love with her. Right. He had every capability of forcing himself in. But the Bible said he stood. Behind our wall. He come to where she was. Got as close as he could. But he would not know it. Forced himself into her house. Stood behind the wall. What a picture of Christ. Yeah. Listen. This, this doctrine of irresistible grace. That the Calvinist teach. One of the most damnable doctrines are. Yeah. It's love not lust. Right. Christ is a gentleman. Yeah. He'll not force himself upon you. That's right. All right? That's right? Oh, Earl, I'm glad for the day that he came to where I was. But he did not force himself into my heart. Yeah. He came and stood behind the wall. That, that wall speaks of a man-made barrier. The hills and mountains, that's a natural barrier. He broke every barrier, every barrier that possibly could have been. The fact we were sinners, he broke that barrier. The fact that we deserved to die, he broke that barrier. Yeah. Nothing could stand his way. The only thing, Tom, that he did not break through is our man-made barriers. The night that he convicted your heart, if you'd have said, I will not believe, he would have spent it there. You're right. They're right. She said he stood behind our wall. Right to the right. right. But in order for the relationship to prosper, 
she was going to have to come to him. Oh my, what a picture to see. The fact that he comes, maybe this morning right where you are, he's come and spoke to your heart, you hear his voice. Maybe you see his vigor. You know that it's only he that can save you. But can I tell you something? He will not force himself on you. He will not force you to be saved. Oh, John, I see it. Almost every service, a sinner that's under conviction, and he's come to them. But he's not going to force you to be saved. You're going to have to be willing to come to him in faith. Here in our text, the shepherd come to her in life. But now she's going to have to step out and come to him in faith. Do you see the picture of salvation? Do you see the picture of the wooing? He comes to her. He's skipping on the hills and leaping on the mountains. But he comes to her and he stops behind the wall. Alright. Where am I? Verse number nine. What's your Bible said? Uh, my beloved, like a roller. He's got a heart. What's this? He looketh forward at the windows. Oh, what picture. Not only do I see the location, but notice the looking. You know what she said? She said, he's standing behind my wall, but he looketh forth at the windows. What she was saying was this. He can see me. Oh, my, what a picture. Do you remember day, night, hour, whatever it was, God was a devil in your heart. Do you remember that moment that you realized, and maybe it wasn't until after you got saved. It probably wasn't for me. I was saying about seven. Maybe it wasn't this week. Before it don't know me yesterday, sitting at my, at my dining room table studying that night when he saw me, he saw me more clearly than I could see myself. He knew more about me than I knew about myself. He loved me anyway. That's right. Well, how many of you women, the picture is this. I'm not trying to be funny about it. The picture is Leona, that she's in her house, or whatever the case may be. And he's suddenly leaping upon the mountains and skipping upon the hills. He suddenly comes to her. And he's looking in the window. And he can see her. Now, I don't know much about women. I'm not going to say it do. But I do know if we go somewhere, my wife looks far different around the house than when we come somewhere the house. Ain't that right? You talk about a wake up call. <laughs> we got married that first night I woke up and I thought, who is this? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Boy, what's this? She wasn't, she wasn't all like that. She wasn't all fucked. Oh, her hair probably wasn't in place. Makeup probably wasn't fixed just right. She probably didn't have on what she'd have loved for him to see her in for the first time. She probably wasn't really what the way she wanted to look. Right? Yeah. But he looked in us over and he loved her anyway. Yeah. What a picture of a sinner getting saved. Yeah. Oh, I could not hide who I was from him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Boy, everybody else might have looked at me as a little seven-year-old boy and said, he's a good boy and he's well-mannered and he's respectful and he's got a good family. But Michelle, when he saw me that night, he saw me for what I really was, a vile, dirty, rotten, wretched sinner that ought to burn in hell forever and ever and ever. Yet he loved me anyway. What a picture he stood without her. And I invited her to come to him. Saw her for who she was. Yet he loved her anyway. Watch what the Bible says. That part of verse 9. Watch this. We see, his, we see his location. We see his looking. Notice the limit in verse 9. Watch what your Bible says. 
He looketh forth at the window, showing himself through the lattice. Oh my, that's beautiful. What she's saying is this. He's looking through the windows. And he's seeing her. And while he's doing that, Michelle, she's seeing him. But it's not an unrestricted view. The Bible said through the lattice. The idea, Kirk, is this. She's just getting little glimpses right. here and there. See that? She doesn't just see it for who he really is. She's just getting little glimpses here and there. Yeah. See that? Oh, my, you remember the first glimpse you got of him. But I have faith. All that I knew that night, John, was that I was going to hell. Yeah. I didn't want to. And I'll be honest with you, all I really knew about him was he was the only one that could keep me out of hell. Just little glimpses of the last. Can I, can I make a statement? Don't fall out with me. That was enough by far for me to trust him to get saved. Yeah. But that's not even a drop in the bucket to all he is. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Been saved now right at 22 years. And every day, seems like I learn a little bit more about him. Yeah. Seems like every day I see just a little bit more. Seems like every day I learned just a little. Somebody Chris was talking about uh, this morning said that when Chad died, those songs brought on a whole new meaning. Let me tell you what happened. He was singing a little bit later. Uh, he was singing the way he'd never seen him before. I've heard Nancy say that after Buck died, that she always knew that his grace would be sufficient, but nothing told her that, like losing her husband. You know what? You just get a little bit better glimpse of it. I mean, that same woman, I've been lying back. That's seeing more of it. Uh, she said he revealed himself. Uh, he showed himself through the lattice. Can I show you something? The only way she could ever get a full picture of him. He saw her like nobody else ever had. The only way she could get a clear picture of him would be to come out and accept him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do you see the picture? Yeah. Ain't that beautiful? Yeah. The limit. Only so much. It amazes me wrong that Christ would reveal himself to a sinner. But there's a limit to how much they can know. He'll reveal himself as a savior. God, they'll never see him as a friend that's as close as a brother. They'll never see him as a, as a very present help in time of time. They'll never see him as the bond of the end. They'll never see all these things that you and I love about. They'll never see that. They'll never see I thought about me and my wife started dating. And over time, now don't don't fall out with what I'm saying. This you did the same thing. You may just not be man enough to admit it, but I will. Over time, the longer we dated, the more we knew about each other. Because natural, you want to put your best foot forward. Right. I'm not saying we lied to each other, but we just admitted some things. All right. Oh my! Then we got married. You talk about a wake up call. It's hard to hide it 24 seven. Right. My, my, my. That's how we get saved. Just love a little bit more. But you'll never see him for who he is. So we see his coming. We see his concern. Watch this. Notice, look at quickly. The call of the shepherd in verse number 10. What time is it? I got to hurry. Notice the call of the shepherd. The Bible said, My beloved spake, said to me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, come away. For lo, the winter's past, the rain is over and gone. So, preacher, what do you mean? He gets there. Only so much he can see. He sees her. He's outside the wall. He can see her. She's catching glimpses of him. 
Then he begins to speak to her. Watch what he said in verse 10. The call of the shepherd. Bible said, My beloved spake and said to me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, come away. Threefold call you'll find here in our text. Three things. He, he invited her for th to have three new things in this call. He invited her to have a new Lord, a new life, and a new love. Watch what your Bible said, verse 10. Notice the new, the new Lord. What it said, my beloved spake and said to me, rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. The, the thought there, the implication is for her to rise up, come to him, and come away with him. God, they're not staying where she is. She's going with him. They're not, no, they're not going her way. They're going his way. Right. He's inviting her to come away with him. He's the one with the plan. He's the one with the purpose. All right? Let's make a statement. You get saved, you have a new Lord. It's no longer your life, but it's his. No longer your way, but his. No longer your plan, but his. And he said, come Come away with me. He's inviting her. He's calling her to accept him as a new Lord. And follow his will and his will. Yeah. Not only a new Lord, but he invites her to a new life. Watch this. Boy, I love this one. If, if I had to stop for, for the sake of time, I want to at least get through this. Notice on the new Lord, but notice the new life. Watch what your Bible said in verse number 11. The Bible said, for lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing birds has come, the voice of the turtles heard on land. The fig tree put forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. There it is again. Watch this. Three things in this new life. He deals with her past, he deals with her present, and he deals with her with the prophetically. You say, preacher, I don't see that. Watch it with me. Notice concerning the past, verse 11. For lo, the winter is past. The rain is over and gone. Here's what he's saying. Oh, it's beautiful. He's saying, God, if you'll come on me, if you'll make me the Lord of your life, you'll follow me and come after me, your past will be done. The winter will be over. Yeah. And the rain will be over and gone. Are you getting that? No more cold weather. No more, no more rain. Oh, you know as good as I do, you get up and it's raining, damp, and dreary. It's just a sad, depressing day. What a picture of a life and sin. What he's saying is it doesn't have to be that way. All that can be done and over with. If you'll just come with me, winter's over. The rain is coming gone. Your past came. Oh, my, aren't you glad this morning? Maybe you're not, but I am. I sure am glad this morning. My past is gone. I'm glad my sins are gone. The winter's gone. The rain has done it over. I'm glad my past is not my present, aren't you? Deals with concerning the past. All of that, what he deals with concerning the present. What's what your Bible said in verse 12? Oh, 
Let me say this quickly. Uh, uh, former things are passed away. The winter is past. The rain is over and gone. How when a man accepts Christ, former things pass away and life begins anew. Second Corinthians 5, 17, you all know that. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Lord, all things are become new. What a picture of our salvation. Now, those first 12 concerning the present. i got to hurry. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of the singing of birds is come. And the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. Everything in verse 12 present tense. Yeah. That right? Oh my. He's telling her she'd simply come to him. Her life would look so differently. Be so much better. Do you remember this one change that took place after you accepted Christ? Now we realize nobody's life is perfect. Job said, remember more than one, a few days and full of trouble. Yeah. Oh my, but heart, do you remember the change when you had a friend that sits closer than a brother? Do you remember when you had a very present help in time of trouble? Yeah. How your life changed, how things became new. Uh, everything changed overnight. Here in our text, uh, Solomon gives the illustration, it's like winter being turned to spring immediately. Yeah. Everything's dead and dreary. All of a sudden your world is bursting with new life. What a picture of our salvation. Then we see concerning the prospect or concerning or prophetically in verse number 13, watch what he said. The fig tree put it forth her green figs and the vines with a tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. As good as things are, in verse number 12, he goes on in verse 13 to tell her that the figs are about to be ripe. Sarah, y'all ain't again. Everything looks pretty good in verse 12. But in verse 13, he said, if you think that sounds good, the figs are just right on the verge of being right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He said, if you think all that sounds good, let me just tell you, the grapevines have the young grapes. They're just about ready to be picked. Mm -hmm. What he's saying is, he's dealing with her prophet, her prospect, her prophet. He's saying, as good as things will be now, presently, the best is yet to come. Yeah, that's right. You see that? Yeah. Oh, my, what a picture. Oh, my, as good as it is. We said time and time again, as good as this life is, I have no sad stories to tell. He's blessed me and he's been good to me. God, I sure am glad the best is yet to come. Uh, the figs are about ready to be picked. Uh, uh, oh, my, over we read it to this evening, this morning, Revelation 22. Jesus said, even so, I come quickly. The Bible said, John said, even so, come. Amen. Uh, that's kind of how I feel. Uh, it seems like Nancy, deep down in my soul, there's a stir. And uh, the figs are about ripe and the grapes uh, are about ready to be picked. And I tell myself, even so, uh, let it come. I'm ready. I'm ready. The best is yet to come. Yeah, yeah. Right. As good as our life is this morning, as a saved child of God, as good as life is, you realize this morning we're living the worst life we'll ever live. Right. that right? If you're here this morning lost, as bad as your life is, you're living the best life you'll ever live apart from Christ. My, my, my. We see, we see his concern the past, concern the present, concern the prospect. Then notice not only a new life and a new Lord. Notice about verse 14. I'll put it. Notice a new love. Bible said, Oh my dove, that art in the clefts of the rock and the secret place of the stairs. Then it says, I countenance, and hear thy voice. For sweet is thy voice, and thy countenance is coming. Oh my. What a sad, sad picture. Here's the outside our wall. 
He showed her how much he loves her. He told her how good her life can be. He told her that the best is yet to come. But then in verse 14, watch, watch what he said. Watch this. Oh my dove that art in the cliffs of the rock in the secret places of the stairs. What he's saying is the picture. There's a barrier. She's hid herself from him. And I told you a minute ago, love will not force him to her. As good as Michelle as her life could have been, what he was saying was this, I love you. And I want more than anything for you to come to me. But Kirk, he wasn't going to bust down the wall. I'm going to bust down the door. She's going to have to make the choice to accept a new life and come to him. What the Bible says. Let me see thy countenance. Let me hear thy voice. For so is thy voice and thy countenance. He knows how many. Watch it. Let me, let me hurry up with you. The choice was hers. No doubt the shepherd has expressed his love for her. But now the choice comes ultimately whether or not she will accept it. I have no idea. I may be getting ready to embarrass myself and embarrass him too. But I'd say, well, I don't know, normally they can tell what she did. But did, did King ask you out? He did. King, did you, did you get a little nervous about that? A little bit. Hey, at that point, he asked her, would she go? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, I heard a woman say one time, I had been one of them, but you know, main phrase never makes a thing like this. That if it was equal rights that a woman ought to be able to ask a man on a date, ask a man to marry him, all this stuff, and I guess that's all right. But in my opinion, they had I ain't never been so I ain't never been so twitchy and nervous in my life. I'm in no hell. And the truth of the matter, Lydia, the night the day I asked my wife to marry me, she had all the power. It wasn't me exercising my power. I was asking her, would she marry me? She had all the power. Yeah. All right. Can I show you something? The God of all glory humbles himself so much to come to us that he gives us all the power. All right. He comes and expresses his love to us. It's our choice whether or not we'll accept. You turn away this morning, he'll not force himself. Is that right? The truth of the matter is, it's her choice whether or not she'll choose a new life. Oh, she's I gotta hurry. I quit. I promise. I quit. First John 4 19, the Bible said we love him. Those first loved us. They don't want us to love him this morning on our own. But after he expressed his love to us, that's what causes us to love him. The same is said for sinners. There's no doubt Christ loves you. They're not forcing themselves. Must accept and in doing so accept a new Lord, a new life, and a new love. Now, I'm going to read you a real common verse we all know. I want you to listen to it. Listen carefully. John 3 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Now, watch this. That whosoever believeth. God loved. The world so much he gave his only begotten son. And then we see a shift. That whosoever believeth. The choice this morning is ours. 
He gives us a free choice. God, if you're here this morning, Lord, if you can't go, go ahead and get tongues. If you're here this morning, Lord, 